Good morning, beautiful humans. I hope you are doing perfectly well today. Uh, it is such a pleasure to be in your ear holes once again. Thank you for t- taking the time to listen to this chica. Um, who knows why she's been given a platform, but we are here and I'm very grateful to have um, access to you and and. And I'm very well aware of the responsibility of that as well. I think it, at, at times it's a little overwhelming to think that I have influence of some sort and I can um, uh, somehow change people's perspective. So I need to be very well aware of what I'm saying um, whilst also keeping true to myself. So I'm just extremely grateful that I have the opportunity to speak to you. And um, as always, I think it's very important you guys know that you have to always make your own decisions about everything and thought processes, but it's nice that you're just, you know, absorbing information here and there, but it's always down to you whether you accept information or not as truth. And truth can be fluid, as we know from my podcast yesterday. <laughs> so today, it's another gorgeous day in Iceland. Um, the weather, the, the hours are getting shorter and shorter. It is mesmerizing to watch Iceland shift like this. And I'm starting to really get into the flow of being in this country and understanding the seasons. It's like the gift of being stuck in one location is that you see Iceland for what it actually is or a country for what it actually is. Like you see the depths of this place, the depths of the soul. It's it's such a deeper experience, so much more rewarding. And I'm so insanely thankful for this because um, I didn't understand before how people could go through the winters in Iceland and be okay with it but I fully understand it now being here for the whole summer because the weirdest thing about you know Icelandic summer is that 24-hour sunlight and it's it's so bizarre and then the winters are so dark it's all such a bizarre experience because you have your body (laughs) goes into it's it's confused so in winter it's like you sleep longer you relax more and summer comes along and all of a sudden out of nowhere it's like boom 24 hour sunlight you're like uh shit <laughs> it's so overwhelming it's so intense and your body goes into overdrive and it does everything it's outside it's like it's like your ADD on steroids you know it's pretty crazy and so now i understand that having such an intense summer so full on with so many things going on with so many people to meet then you come through and you have um, a time for recharging and rest. So it makes complete sense that Iceland has such long winters and such dark winters and such intense um, summers. So it's like an intense country. <laughs> and it suits me because I'm intense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can be at times. So yeah, I fully, fully understand Iceland now. And I, I, I find that really fascinating. And I, it's really strange, but like I'm hearing people left, right and center say like I'm excited for winter and I am starting to feel that a little bit as well. And I never thought I would say that because there is some strange excitement to, you know, I've got my, my house is, the house is coming together. Like it's starting to look like a home and to experience it in a completely different season when it's surrounded by snow, candles galore, you better believe it. Um, The heaters will be on. So it's going to be nice and warm inside. We're going to have friends over and and enjoy their company here and have you know have a pizza oven have a sauna have a hot tub um it's like all these amazing cute things and liam's going to also build me a outdoor single person hot tub that we're going to wood fire as well (laughs) that means i can have 
um, a bath outside in nature, which is just awesome. Imagine being surrounded by snow and I'm having a bath. Like, whoa. <laughs> and one day eventually when, uh, you know, we're planting trees, but that's going to take forever and a day for them to grow up. Um, but one day we're going to be surrounded by trees as well. So I'll be amongst trees having a bath. <sighs> yeah, you can feel that relaxation as well. How heavenly is that? Uh, but I'm, you know, being away from my familia right now and the, the pain of that. I'm also falling so deeply in love with this country and I cannot believe that I'm lucky enough to be here. And I have, you know, I'm putting out a video in a couple of days about the pros and cons of living in Iceland. And I'm genuinely so thankful for this place, like especially during this time in the world, but not even like I am so thankful that the world shut down so that I could experience this place instead of pretending like I knew this place. Like, hey, I'm in Iceland, not really fully experiencing it. I'm not really in the culture, submerged in the culture. And now it's like, no, you're going to be submerged in the culture, whether you like it or not. And I am so insanely grateful for it because now I get, yeah, a chance to, it's like a much more richer experience. Um, being here and experiencing it fully and I don't know if I mentioned this yesterday but I will be getting a wetsuit and I'll be surfing in the cold water <sighs> that's so cool like what a badass surfing in the cold water wow because again I can't wait and I and I had a shift in my brain like I think I was I was hanging on to you know swimming in warm water that was my big thing that Iceland lacks like I just want to be in warm water outside and then one time I was sitting in a hot tub and I was like Sorel like a natural hot spring and I was like Sorel do you not realize that that's exactly what you're doing right now <laughs> and you know yes the warm ocean would be lovely so I could surf in it and free dive in warm water but I was like can you make a compromise of having all the waves to yourself because there's no one here surfing and you know free diving in cold water which is a again a much richer experience i think because it's pushing your mind as well as your body um to be in freezing cold water and hold your breath underwater and you can get to see all these strange things that so few people in the world get to see like would you be okay to trade the warmth whilst you're in this situation for this and I was like yes I don't want to stop the things that I want to experience because I'm in this space like how do I make it happen instead of like oh it can't happen it's like how do you make it happen and can you make some compromises that will still make you feel fulfilled and this is this is this is the answer I came up with I was like yes 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 yes, yes. I would love to cold water surf and this a uh, small tiny community that surfs here and you know I learned in El Salvador and that was really fun but the further benefit is that I'm not always in the sun getting burnt um, in El Salvador. Like I had a severe sun burns and, um, and, you know, being out in the water all the time and getting such an intense tan, it's going to make me look like a wrinkle ball bag. And I didn't want that. <laughs> so this is like a double whammy, like, yay, you get to surf and you don't have to look like a wrinkly ball bag. Yay. <laughs> so that's exciting. Other things I love about Iceland, um, my friends are really lovely and I'm starting to actually make roots here and I, I was sitting here and this was such a bizarre feeling. I was sitting around with my friends the other day 
and there was a whole bunch of us and we're laughing so much like a whole bunch of foreigners plus locals it was like a mix a 50-50 mix because I'm you know I don't know it's weird you accumulate friends for I've accumulated a lot of foreign friends in Iceland plus a lot of um, local friends as well so it's just how the cookie crumbles I guess um, I guess there's something in common with people that have come to this country fallen in love with this strange place and then they're like yes this will be home <laughs> when so much of the world is like uh why so yeah I was sitting there with my friends observing them having the best time and I was like could I rely on these people would they have my back and I was like yeah they would have my back like if something went down they'd be there for me and I was like I'm no longer making friends, I'm making family. <gasps> and the feeling of that, it still warms my heart. I have people, like I've dreamt of this for so long, to have people that I could just be like, hi, I'm coming over. Or one of my cool friends, new friend as well, but we, we hit it off instantly. I love it when he comes over and he, <laughs> he will like eat stuff from the fridge and then he will go lie down on the couch and put his feet up. I love it so much because it means that he's comfortable and he feels at home. And that's my favorite way that people come and experience my house is that they feel at home because I want them to feel like it's home and they can always be here. And he does. He fully embraces it. And I love it so much because I don't know. It's just something so warming because I want to get to that level with so many of them and I want to feel at home with so many of them. And the really polite way of operating really, really annoys me when people are so polite that it's like can we just have a real connection like I I need to get through to you please stop putting on that front that is so polite I need to see you I want to know what you are like so we can get to know each other either deeper or just figure out that huh okay we're not going to be best of friends but like let's get there faster instead of doing this like let me let me move this for you oh can I sit down here is this okay it's like can you just do it (laughs) like I'm chill. You're in my house already. Yeah, might as well make yourself at home. So I, I, I really like that uh, feeling. So yeah, I'm starting to get these deep friendships and I'm like 10 times, a thousand percent so grateful for it because a lifetime of travel, like a lifetime of being an outcast <clears throat> because I have always thought so different to everybody. Like I was always like my friends at school, even now my friends are like popping out babies and getting married. Like I'm 31. Sure. Maybe I should be doing this too. Fuck. I don't know. But they're all popping out babies. And I'm like, I just want to invest in properties. <laughs> <Ding! laughs> you know, there's small thoughts creeping in, but it's like more like society says I should. So I should. And it's, you know, I'm not surrounded by that. Uh, that I guess it's like a normal um, headspace. Uh, the acceptable norm and I'm not shitting by any means I fully understand marriage and babies like I know that this is something that people love and I you know I watch some proposal videos every now and again and baby videos and I'm like that's so cute but not to the point where I'm like I want that <laughs> I just feel so young still and and maybe that's a downside of of being such a no band my whole life and going from here to here to here is like I don't know if I'm at the potentially at the maturity level of a few people like, I still dress like I'm 20, you know, and there's aspects of me that want to dress like a woman, and I'm figuring this out as well, so I want to be able to switch and mold and shift and stuff, but, so, yeah, I, I, I'm, I have 
that's where I've been an outcast. It's like, I can't have the same mindset as, as people around me because I've grown up in 20 countries because I've, I've experienced the last decade of my life has been traveling the world and seeing things through different eyes and experiencing culture in a different way. Like it will change you so significantly that you won't have that much to say to the people around you. And that's, that's not, like it's, it's not a nice feeling. So you'd almost, you do become a bit of an outcast. And my tiny little sister, adorable little creature, she's 16 and she's like, you know, how do I make friends right now? And uh, I said to her, I was like, you have something that is great, but also a little bit of a detriment for you is that you've grown up in, I think she's traveled to 50 countries. She's 16. She has grown up in two different countries, Cyprus and Poland. Uh, so she's like going back and forth, bouncing between these two countries right now. So it's it's put her into this category of, my friend calls it third culture kid, where you've grown up in so many different places and stability isn't as important for you because you've never really experienced it. Like, for example, this house in Iceland is my first home that I've really known to be home, like home, home. Like I don't have to move out. Whereas before we were renting since I was... Oh, for the longest time we were renting or my, you know, my stepdad owned something, then he sold it when we met, met him early on. And we had a house in Poland, my dad and my mom owned that, but then, you know, we moved as well. So it's like, I've been moving my whole life. So stability is not, not a thing. Uh, so yeah, to feel, to feel roots is very odd as, as a, as a nomad person like this. Um, so yeah, I said to my sister, like, you have this downside of like, unfortunately, you might feel a little bit more disconnected because everybody else is like, hey, I'm here, let's like go for lunch. And people can't call you and be like, hey, I'm here, let's go for lunch because you're not there. You're like overseas or you're traveling or whatever. So it's a different experience that you have in your life. There's upsides and downsides to both realities. Like it's not all rainbows and roses just because you've traveled a shit ton. There's also ups and downs to this this world. And you've got to be aware of that that you might not have deeper connections with the people around you in your immediate environment, but you'll find, I, I feel like I'm finding people that understand me. And through my travels, like I have friends all over the world, which is a really nice feeling. And that I could call and be like, Hey, I'm coming over. I'm going to, you know, crash. And I know that they would have my back, which is awesome. But now on a deeper level, I feel like these people really have my back. And I love that so much because it's starting to feel for the very first time, I think, Ah, oh, I don't even recall the last time I, I really felt at home somewhere. Like this is home and now it's happening in Iceland. And that is so, wow, how refreshing, how lovely. I love it. I love it. I'm just 10 times beyond grateful that I can be feeling these feelings that I guess people living a more conventional life get to feel um, of knowing people for a longer period of time, being there when they're having struggles. I love that. I miss my family. Holy crap, I do. And um, I just, I don't know, but I also love Iceland so much that it's now it's getting to the point of like, which one is home? <laughs> is Australia home or is it here home? Like I just bought an investment property in Australia, which is down the road for my mumsy. And it's got 43 acres of land in a really cute little country town, which is going to pop eventually. But I want to make it into productive land as well eventually. But I'm like, is that ever going to be home again? Like, I don't I don't know, because I'm starting to feel more Icelandic now, which is <laughs> so bizarre. Like, am I an Australian or 
am I not? Like, I don't know. And that's a weird feeling in itself. And if the world situation was like Kapunga, I don't, you know, I don't know what's happening in the, but I feel like I, you know, visit my family, come back here because I really love my home and I love the community that's growing and I love the adventures we can have in this bizarre place in the world. Like, I think I'm starting to feel what Leon feels for Iceland, which is like, this place is weird and it's awesome. <laughs> so I feel like I'm starting to get that feel for, for Iceland. Uh which is, yeah, I love it. Like, when I was thinking about it, it's like, where would I travel right to right now if I could? And the only place that really popped up was, like, Morocco because the 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 crazy culture and the beautiful scenery and or Joshua Tree because I always feel at home in Joshua Tree as well in uh, America. Oh, I love that place so much. And I create the best photos there. Woo! I love Joshua Tree. Um, but I wouldn't travel there. Like, I'd want to actually have a home there eventually. That would be nice. I almost went for my American um, uh, citizenship, like a like a visa. I was going to go for that, not citizenship, sorry. I was trying to get that, and I was halfway through the process. I just needed to put the paperwork in, and then the whole world, butcher budgie. And I was like, said to the lawyer, I was like, can I put this on hold? <laughs> so, I mean, if I wanted to in the future, perhaps I could be living in America but for now I don't have that desire except for Joshua Tree (laughs) I would love a house there because it's so beautiful um but yeah I don't know if I'd travel anywhere right now like I'm so in awe of the experience of making the most of where you are I'm I cannot believe the possibilities of adventures you can have within one space like one country one small country it's like I've seen a lot of it already but I keep having adventures and there's such unique adventures that every single experience is different and it doesn't need I don't need to be on a plane to experience these wild adventures like I can have these wild adventures in my own backyard which uh, this is this whole year 2020 is all about like feeling more local I guess for yeah experiencing things deeper more consciously and slower living conscious slow living is really something that's popped up to the surface this year and I'm all for it like, what a beautiful experience. And I don't know if it's the same for you, because maybe a lot of you are have had a life of living in one spot. And I think when you're in a place for so long and you haven't had that outsider's perspective of, like, this place is awesome, let's make the most of it, you might have this feeling of, like, it's just my country. Or maybe you're just, like, I love this country so much and you're making the most of what you have, knowing, you know, that I think the danger of social media... And what I am further doing now is like I'm trying to not watch people at all on I'm gonna have to mute everyone pretty seriously on socials like on YouTube. I don't know if you can't mute watch on you can't mute on YouTube, but I'm not gonna watch them of people going on adventures abroad or all of this stuff because it makes you it takes away from the experience of you being in a certain place. It's like, oh, I wish I could have that instead of being like, well, I have my own backyard, like let's see what I can do in this space. And I'm obviously not talking about people being locked up right now in certain places in the world because that's hard for you guys to leave your home, which is shit. Um, but for a lot of people, you know, even in Western Australia right now, people can travel within WA. The borders are close to the rest of Australia, but they can just travel up and down and experience that um, their own backyard. And like, how many adventures can you have in your own backyard instead of being wishfully longing for something different? It's like, well, you can't have something different. 
So how about you make the most of what you have? <laughs> and, I, and I thought about it as well with the people that I locked up in like Victoria. I say, I, someone pointed out the other day that I say locked up instead of being in a lockdown. Honestly, I don't see the difference. <laughs> I, I, I don't, sorry. Um, so I guess now I'm purposefully saying locked up because that's what it seems like to a lot of people that are there. But I also thought how many people are, you know, you have to make the most of it. So the other day I posted a thing saying like today will be, write it on your heart that today will be the best day. Today is the best day of the year. And I think a lot of people are just in such a shitty space that they're like, well, that's shit. <laughs> but I, 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 I think if you look at it from a different perspective and be like, this is what I've been given. Let's make this the best day of the year. That's a nice attitude to have. That's beautiful. Like, even if you're in 23-hour lockdown, you know, what can you do that you're going to make the most of it? And I, it's obviously coming from someone that's experiencing life outside and Iceland and nature and all that jazz. And it might be a lot harder for you if you're inside all the time. Maybe you're enjoying it for the first time. You have downtime and you can relax in years and years and years. So, but also making the most of that because it's going to go away eventually. And... um so it's just like, yeah, making, make them, making the most of what you have. Otherwise, you're just going to be miserable wishing that you had something else. And that's not, that's really not the best state to be in. Um, we only have this existence right now. And we have to make the most of what the cards that we've been dealt. Like no one's going to take away the hardships that you're having or you've had. It happened, you know. It's, it was there. It happened. It is reality. It's what's, what's going on. So... But how do you, do you make your life as grand as it can be with what you've been given? And also sometimes you don't have to make a grand. Some days you can just be poopy for a while and that's okay. But hopefully at some stage you realize the gift of life as well. And that's one thing that I really love, the gift of life. And I had a experience with psychedelics two years ago. I hardly take, um, like I microdose mushrooms and I... Take, smoke a little bit of weed but not much and um and that's about it I've done like other uh, drugs like the the chemical drugs a few times when I was younger and I did not like it I had some pretty horrible experiences but uh psychedelic experience like two and a half years ago which basically changed my entire life completely and I'll talk about it in another episode but what it did for me was it made it instilled the phobia of death initially, which was shit because you're gonna die. <laughs> but after, like, I had to work it out because it was it was really getting in the way of me functioning. I couldn't function probably in the world because I just had this severe phobia of dying. So dumb, it's crazy. But the exposure to it and having to process everything that happened, it made me fall in love so deep with living um, as a byproduct that I am just so fucking thankful for breathing. Like, if I can breathe, hell yes, that's awesome. Like, my God, I'm breathing. <laughs> and, and and furthermore, like, the benefits from having that experience just trickle off. You know, people are scared of aging. I'm like, wait, you mean that one day I'll get a chance to have wrinkly skin and hold the hand of Leon with wrinkly hands as well? Oh! <gasps> That is so lucky. Like, I'll be an old lady. That means I've lived a full life. Yes, I'm all for it. Like, you can't stop aging. So you need to learn to embrace it. And so I, I'm just like, every day that gets me, every day that I'm living 
that I know I have more of a potential to be as an old granny, I'm like, thank you. Because one day it will end. And I hope to fucking God that it's as late as possible because I want to experience living so much. Just breathing itself is an absolute gift. (sighs) I love that. That's where I'll end it. Thank you, my darlings. Thank you for listening. I'm going to try to do like a little rant every single day from now on, I think, because I just love the simplicity of a daily rant and just connecting with you guys. Less pressure, no editing, just straight up. Here's what's up. Here's how I am. This is what's going through my head. And maybe you'll get some inspiration from it. Some days will be Debbie Downers because everybody's got their Debbie Downer days. And if you're going to be tuning in every single day to me ranting, you better believe you're going to have some Debbie Downer days. But I really love podcasting. So much less pressure. So less people listening to me than on YouTube. Um, Such a tiny amount. And I love it because I just feel like I can be myself. And I love it. So thank you for being here. You can find me on Instagram, on YouTube, under Sorella Moore, of course, for extra dose of more. And until next time, which is tomorrow, I'll speak to you guys later. Okay, bye. I love you. Bye.